when I was in Lisbon, do you know the Noor noodles that we like? Are they called Noor? The K N O R. Right? Yeah, it's with a K. But yeah. I can never pronounce it. Yeah, they're so good. It's the orange ones, and they have like a lot of like. Diff- I don't know what language it is on it. I don't know actually where they're from, but they had a prawn version in Lisbon, <gasps> and I did. I did put bring it back with me, and I was like, I'm bringing noodles back into the country. Like, what is this? This is pathetic. <laughs> Like, but they don't have that flavor over here. Yeah, that was great. Warning: Me time and murder is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. <laughs> oh, for God's sake! Here Dancing around him, reciting <laughs> poetry. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh my God! That's crazy. No. Why? <laughs> Oh, well, big surprise. Oh, God. <laughs> Dead on the bathroom floor. Get it? It's okay. Oh. <laughs> Trez, what are you drinking? Today I am drinking Pucka Three Ginger Tea. What are you drinking today, Miriam? I am drinking Marks and Spencer's Strawberry and Raspberry Tea. Hot this time for a change. What about your nice. me time? So you all cold. Yeah, it's 20 degrees. It's freezing. <laughs> so cold. Um, I got it actually sunburn. zero here. <gasps> oh, my. Sunburn in yeah. winter. What? I know. I got sunburned when hiking oh. and it was like 20 degrees and I, I got sunburned. I was I didn't expect it to be so hot and sunny. And then I was then mummy was just like, what great weather. It's snowing in Ireland. I was like, oh. Yeah, I was supposed to send you a picture. It's snowed. Um, and it stuck and it lay, it stayed it, it, it laid down but I mean it's melted now I'm looking out the window it's it's gone yeah okay so me time wanted to update you on the Olaplex yes how's Olaplex going it has yeah it's been going well mm-hmm. um it is that bit of extra effort isn't it, it, it like you think it's going to be easy to work it into your routine uh-huh. it's not as easy as you think uh-huh. No, no, it's not. Um, I do enjoy the mask, the number eight, the new mask. That's my because, favorite too. Oh, because do you know what? I'm actually just putting it on while I'm in the shower and just being really careful to like just not get my hair under the shower. Yeah. That's what I'm doing with that one. So that I feel like I can fit that in better. Yeah. Because I'm like in the shower yeah. and I'm just like exfoliating and, and it's like 10 minutes so I can stay in the shower that long yeah or like I. so yeah I'd be really enjoying that yeah I also leave the number eight in because your hair has to be washed mm-hmm. instead of the other one number three which is you put it you have to dampen your hair and then put yes. it in and then wash it out so you're adding a step yes but number eight is like yeah, rep- you're adding is replacing a step almost it's it like replaces the conditioner yeah, basically because I've been doing it's like too. a hair mask yeah well it is a hair mask in the shower well I just like sit and, and I I just like have a little stool and I sit and shave my legs while it's in. It's just a lot easier and I actually do find that my hair is shinier when I use it. My hair overall, since you started using the system, which has only been like two weeks now I've been using it, it has been much softer, mm-hmm. less flyaways. So I got the complete system. I'm not that blown away by number six and seven. They're like I think number six is like the Bond smoother. Uh, smoothing serum. You've got a bond smoother. Yeah. And then number seven's the oil, the bonding oil. You know, I was not that blown away by them. I use the oil. Um, um, I just like sort of run it through my hair for the shine. Yeah. 
doesn't seem to be doing that much for me. Yeah, no, I don't think it's like the main focus product, but no, I would say like you could skip that. Like I have other finishing products that I prefer. Um, I love the um, Percy and Reed. It's called No Oil Oil. Yeah, it's really good. Oh, oh yeah, it's so good. Yeah, and I find that when I use it and I brush my hair, uh-huh. I put it on wet onto wet hair, and then I brush my hair. I find that there's much less hairs coming out onto the brush uh-huh. whereas if i just use the olaplex i find some of my hairs are still coming out <gasps> are, is, are you finding that yeah. with the olaplex i'm like if i go yeah. too close to the um, root i'm losing hair so okay. yeah i'm like trying not to put oh. it too close to the root anymore i haven't put anything on the roots mm. i just find that a lot of my hair is coming out same it's freaking me out too <laughs> Okay, Do you know that's really worrying. It was like the only thing that's really changed in my hair routine was the Olaplex, so I don't use it oh, that stop. much. Oh, this is freaking me out. It's like that time I put the eyebrow serum on my eyebrow and my <laughs> eyebrows fell out. That, I'll, I'll save this for another week, but I did get a new brow serum. It took me all of a year to get over the trauma of that. <laughs> trauma and now oh I've God. finally... <laughs> feel comfortable putting a new brow serum on and I've got a new one I'll talk about it next week though stay tuned <laughs> I mean it's enthralling oh stuff will Trez lose her eyebrows will she not <laughs> uh, you are so dramatic I remember that time I pulled off <gasps> one of your eyelashes and you didn't talk to me for like two hours that was like my favorite <laughs> eyelash and you were like it was too long and I was like, I liked it long. No, it wasn't even that. It was dangling from your eyelashes. It was like falling off. And I was like, you've got a dead eyelash. And no, I... it wasn't falling off. It was. It wasn't. It... I I know every... See, this is why I was so upset about my eyebrow hair. Because I had this one eyebrow hair in my arch that was like holding my whole arch together. And I knew that hair. I was familiar with it. And it fell out. And I knew that eyelash. I know all of my hair is on my face oh God. very well you need to you need a life <laughs> need to get out more <laughs> it's true though you also have one eyebrow that's better and one eyelash where it's like oh that one is really long <laughs> i do not have that although i do have an eyelash that I is like that. in my water duct what's that called the what is it the waterline in the water it's like in the mm. waterline it's like, you little bastard, Why? Ow. what are you doing there? Yeah, it's really annoying. Take a tweezer and pull it out. I do do that sometimes, it's really sore. Yeah, it is sore. I've had that happen, yeah. It's not nice. They like curl, curl in or something? Yeah, like sometimes it curls in and it scratches my eye. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so. best just to pull those curly ones out. Normal. Marks and Spencer's. What are we drinking? And what are you drinking? Pucka? Uh, Pucka 3 Ginger. Uh, oh, la. oh, let's not tag them because we're not talking good about them. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to tag them, but I won't. Okay. Today we are in Harbenden. It's like a little town outside London, England. On Tuesday, the 15th of December, 1992, 25-year-old Joanna Grenside, an aerobics instructor, failed to have show up for her 7pm aerobics class at the local leisure centre. Her perplexed co-workers and students looked around the leisure centre for any sign of her. She wasn't inside, 
so a few went outside to the car park. They could clearly see her Ford Escort. So they went over to take a look. When they got there, they found lying on the ground was her rape alarm. No, no, no. They looked in the car windows. <sighs> like outside the car? Yeah, on the floor, on the ground, on the tarmac. Oh. Yeah. They looked in the car no. windows for any clues or evidence, but there was nothing to be seen. The car was locked. Her friends and family were contacted, asking if anyone was with her or had seen Joanna, but no one had. Soon, her disappearance led to a massive and frantic search. The police set up an incident room and search dogs were brought in. Many detectives quickly dropped their tasks and also helped out. A helicopter and underwater search team were drafted in from other town's police forces. This frantic search went on for two straight days. Two days later, at 7am on the 17th of December, Joanna slowly turned back up at the sports centre. What? Mm-hmm. She was dishevelled. Slowly? Yeah, she's like sort of hobbling oh, a bit. Oh, walking slowly? Yeah, well, sorry, walking oh. slowly. <laughs> sorry. Okay. It's like she slowly turned back up. <laughs> she was dishevelled. She was dishevelled, covered in mud and looking in a state of shock. Her co-workers huddled around her and called in the detectives on the case. At the station, Joanna told the police that she had been blindfolded, abducted by two men, taken to an isolated house and held prisoner. The police asked oh her more. This, this sounds horrible. It's also reminding me of our very first ever case though. What? Chloe Aileen. Chloe Aileen, yeah. But I feel like this is real. Uh-huh. Well, Chloe Aileen's was real. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the whole thing. That was the whole point. Sorry, what I'm trying to say is I don't think anyone's going to accuse her of faking it. <laughs> I know. I'm just yeah. backtracking here. Oh, <laughs> I can't believe I forgot that. <laughs> Sorry, Chloe. <laughs> yeah, I was raging for her. I know, right? I believe Chloe. I believe Chloe Aileen. I do too. No, I do too. I really do. That's not to say no one has ever done a hoax like that. I know, right? Or have they? I don't even know. Have they? That guy did a hoax saying that... What was his name? The actor? Remember that? Yeah. And they said that he was like racially beaten up or was it by because, yeah was but it, then it was proven that he wasn't was he beaten up because he awkward. was black or because he was gay i think well he was black and gay but he was on a tv show and i think that they were going to let him go yeah off the show and i don't know how he thought this would help keep him on the show i don't know sympathy or drama or i'm not sure but people said he did it to stay on the show or something so. He's obviously very desperate, but like, bad call, dude. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I mean, like, talk about dramatic. I mean, like, you're an actor, get another fucking job. If you can't get a job, you're not good enough. <laughs> like, what the. I don't know. Like, was he an actor? I think he is an yeah, actor. I don't know. Why is this? He has like a French name. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, it's, I don't know. It's gone. Uh, Dave Chappelle does that quite is a not funny his name. bit on him. Oh, right. No, Dave <laughs> Chappelle does quite a funny bit on him. Mm-hmm. Like a little skit on him. He has like this little, if you look it up on YouTube, um, <laughs> Dave Chappelle's like, did you notice when it happened all the black people stayed quiet? <laughs> <laughs> because they knew it was bullshit. 
it's really funny look it up yeah it's really good it's he does it really well i really like him juicy oh, yeah i love dish of pearl juicy say like, juicy or jesse juicy so yeah but that's dave chappelle's joke is dave chappelle keeps calling him juicy and that's oh not his God. name it's really <laughs> funny yeah he keeps saying juicy oh yes, oh that yeah. guy's never gonna get live that down no never he's gonna do you like get a do you get time for that or like a penalty or some kind of charge for that for like wasting people's time you should wasting police time each kind yeah here D- he claimed he was the victim of a racist and homophobic attack in chicago he's like trying to tick all the boxes here Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was his problem. You just take one, don't try to take them all. It looks suspicious. Yeah. God. The jury found him guilty on five counts of disorderly conduct. Each count can carry three years in prison. Oh. Did he get charged with anything? I'm not too sure. I think this is quite a new one. Yeah, this is only like two, also, week, two weeks Gillian, old. Also, Gillian Maxwell, or Jizzlian, as they say on the last podcast. <laughs> Jizzlian. She got Jizzlian. She got uh, her comeuppance anyway. What did she get? Recently there. I don't know, was it like 20 years or 20 years each for each things? And <gasps> it was like four, four, she was found guilty on four, and I think each of them were 20 or something like that. So it was pretty much like, you're going away for life. Yes. Mm. Very happy about that. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Yeah. Joanne told the police that she had been blindfolded, abducted by two men, taken to an isolated house where she was held prisoner for the two days. She told them while there that she had been sexually assaulted and eventually raped. Oh my God. Joanna was overcome with distress and tiredness and shock. Mm. Because of her distress, police officers stopped questioning her and decided to let her go home to sleep over the weekend. Over the weekend, the police also did some more detective and forensic work, as well as research into Joanna and her personal life, looking for who could have done this. When Joanna returned to give her statement a few days later, she was unable to give very many details about her abduction. She said that she had been left alone and unsupervised for 12 hours. And police asked her, well, why didn't you take off your blindfold? You must have seen something, something for us to go off. Joanna told them that she was too scared to take her blindfold off. The police sighed. Okay, her hands were free though. They're like saying, you could have, you could have taken your blindfold off. Mm, I can see why you would be scared, but okay. The police officer sighed. Ah, and told Joanna that her abduction case was mighty similar to that of a <gasps> kidnapping in Australia. Exactly Uh-oh. one year ago. <gasps> to your former colleague. Oh my god. Well, I did kind of call this in a way. I know. It's so funny. You like... Were you surprised when I did? I was like, oh my god. she's." <laughs> you were like, this is real. How did I get real. there so fast? You were like, this is remind me of Chloe Aileen. But I think this is real. But just... then it couldn't be real. It might not be real. <laughs> <laughs> it was just something about it. Exactly. I can't put my finger on yeah. it. Exactly. One year ago, your former colleague staged a fake kidnapping. Joanna resisted and continued to argue her case, but it was no use. She broke down and admitted the whole thing was a hoax and she had... Oh, girl. That she had staged alone. I mean, all her students were distraught. Yeah, everybody's looking for her. Like, she's traumatised so many people. Yeah. (sighs) 
Oh, no, 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 no. Joanna broke down and explained to the police that when she was 16, she had so she had suffered from anorexia. Although okay. she recovered, she ended up developing bulimia. She also explained that as she worked in the sports centre, the disease had grown and was getting worse and worse. The oh, reason God. why she staged her kidnapping was because she didn't want to go to the Christmas parties. Uh, like the work parties, like Christmas do. The thought of eating and drinking all of the Christmas food was just too much. Oh my God, stop. Okay, is this for real? This is real. Or is she making... It's real. Oh, this is really sad. It's sad It's and just such weird a... at the same time. It's such an extreme thing to do. Just say you're sick and you can't go. I know, right? Yeah. Just pull a sickie. Right, yeah. You don't have to pull a kidnapping. Oh my God. I know. I know. Too far, girl. Too far, Joanna. Oh, I'm so shocked. Yeah, but she's obviously not in a good place. No. I mean, oh no. God, this is so sad. This is a lot of twists and turns, this story. It's not even that famous. Like, it was like really hard for me to get information. It's a crazy it. story. Isn't it so crazy. Yeah. The police and the public were not happy with Joanna. She had wasted one thousand eight hundred hours of police time. Wow. As well as the search. But like, mm-hmm. you know that's going to happen though, because you are coming up with a crime here. You know that this is going to. Mm-hmm. They're going to investigate. I know. It's just okay. like the thing is, is that you could just ghost if you right, you could pull a sickie like you said be like I'm too sick but maybe uh-huh. you don't want the attention just ghost people just don't answer your phone yeah you could just be like nah yeah I'm not answering just nah just lock yourself mm-hmm. away she had wasted 1,800 hours of police time as well as the search operation which had cost 20,387 <gasps> pounds oh my god I know it's bananas it's like somebody's salary was spent in two days looking for her where was she at the time I I couldn't find I couldn't find where she was she was probably just in her flat Mm, maybe she just checked into a hotel Uh, so cost all this money for which Joanna was prosecuted for but in the end the magistrate's chairman so it didn't go to like a court or a trial or anything it was sort of like you know agreed the magistrate's chairman went easy on her and she was given a 12 months conditional discharge and a hundred pound fine. Wow, that is such a low fine. Yeah, it's pretty low. The magistrate's chairman believed it was a sufficient punishment after reading Joanna's medical reports that she was suffering from severe bulimia. Aww. Police said that although her previous colleague had pulled the kidnapping hoax for publicity, there seemed to be no real motive for Joanna. The police said, we can only assume it was her mental state at the time. We have found no motive behind her story. Joanna Grenside admitted the charges but declined to speak to reporters, except to say that she was pleased the whole affair was over. Joanna's lawyer did speak to the media. He said, I don't think to this day that she understands why she did it. It's rather like a snowball. And it rolled along. But since then, she has, em- she has embarked on a course of treatment. Oh, The end. Good. Yeah. And that's it. That's bizarre. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's like twisty that one. That was a crazy one. Where did you find that? I was like, just like fucking around in Wikipedia. And I was like, oh, look at that. And there was like, it was literally one sentence on Wikipedia. And then I could, 
I was, I was like, oh my God, look for Joanna Grenside, 1992. And it was just, okay. just two articles. That's it. Couldn't find anything else. Wow. Nothing even Crazy. on YouTube. Yeah. Jeez. Anyway, um, Joanna, I hope good. you're doing well and you've got your yeah. bulimia under control. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, God. That's really sad. Yeah. Hopefully she got the help. But yeah, in the end, it meant she got help. So it was a happy ending. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. We'll see you on the next one. Slanawalia. Bye-bye. Rate, review and subscribe. Yeah, mummy, yeah. Morning. There is an iron in here, yeah. Oh, perfect timing. But we just yeah. end it there. Me Time and Murder would like to thank and acknowledge our sources that make this podcast possible. References can be found on our Instagram page.